WTAW News Time is 8.04. It is 38 degrees. News is presented by David Story and Coin Exchange. They buy, sell, and trade gold, silver, diamonds, jewelry, watches, and collectible coins and consistently pay the most. Learn more at davidsstoryandcoin.com. Good morning. I'm McKaylee Shupak. For the first time, the Brazos Valley Coalition for the Homeless is asking for public assistance to identify homeless residents in the seven-county region. This is our first time to actually reach out to the community asking for their help because the more information that we can turn in, the higher the count and the better the survey, the greater the opportunity is to get services to serve these people. Ron Crozier of Twin City Mission says volunteers will use that information next Thursday to look for those residents. We're not making anybody do anything. We may identify a person and if they don't want to participate, that's their choice. We can still turn them in as we contacted this homeless person, but we just don't have any survey information for them. Find the phone number to report information online at WTAW.com or TwinCityMission.org. One of the drivers involved in a head-on crash in College Station two days after Christmas last year has been arrested on charges of causing the collision and possessing 100 canisters of inhalants. CSPD arrest reports say the car driven by 26-year-old Edward Venegas of College Station crossed lanes. The victim was taken to the hospital with a broken collarbone. One of the officers believe Venegas was under the influence of chemicals found in whipped cream charger canisters. But the officer was not able to complete an interview because Venegas was taken to the hospital for an injury to his left arm. Venegas also charged with driving with an invalid license. Arrest reports say he had two prior convictions, which took place last September and last November. He was also arrested in Marlin last September for possessing inhalants. And he's awaiting trial on a DWI charge in Bryan from an arrest last September. Bill Oliver, 1620-945 WTAW. Wednesday's emergency meeting of the Brazos County Commission lasted less than four minutes. So we got our accounting straight and we have our bills paid. The ones that were necessary, not all of them, but, but the ones that really need For to now. get paid, got, they're going to get paid. Commissioners approved moving forward with spending $452,000 to build exterior access stairs for county employees to access the roofs of the Health District Building, the Brazos Center, and the Juvenile Detention Center. Because of the aging workforce and safety concerns and all that. They wanted to know how to do it better. We got with the architect and this was their proposal. Purchasing agent Charles Wint says this replaces using vertical ladders where a couple of years ago a county employee fell off a ladder. With more power consumed during this week's sub-freezing temperatures, customers of BTU are invited to participate in the fund to assist those who won't be able to pay their electric bills. If you want to donate to our PowerShare fund, you can round up to the next highest dollar or donate a fixed amount every month. You can go online and sign up for that easily um, at btuutilities.com. BTU Public Information Officer Megan Brown says they partner with one of several agencies who help those who can't afford their power bills. Our partner is Catholic Charity, so if you do find yourself needing funds, you can inquire there about our program, PowerShare, B2 PowerShare program, or different partners around the community. There are several here. Speaking on our show, Brown says the only issue during this week's weather was a couple of small outages. WTAW News time is 8.07. It's 38 degrees. News is presented by David Story and Coin Exchange. More news at 8.30 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm McKaylee Shupak for 1620 94.5 WTAW. Well, it's actually got a little cooler since we started the show this morning. I think we started at 40, and then we're down to 38. So mm -hmm. anyway, it'll be uh, up to about 45 today, and the winds are going to be gusty. It's not going to be that nice. Mm. Inside, it looks fine. <laughs> it looks <laughs> pretty fine. outside when you're, you're inside. Yeah, when you're out of, the, out of the wind and that kind of thing. So several of the games that were played uh, in the NFL last weekend, you mentioned that uh, 
some folks actually had to go to the hospital. Yeah, to, that Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs game. game against the Dolphins. Those yeah. uh, Miami natives who made the trip did yeah. not, uh, they probably didn't do well. A new poll asked people, what's the coldest temperature that you'd be willing to attend an outdoor pro sports event? Ooh, interesting. Okay. Outdoor pro sports event. Mm-hmm. Hard to do now. I mean, there are a lot of indoor stadiums, yeah. but there's still Thank a few. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, a few that are out there. Uh, so 38% of the men said they'd be fine with freezing temperatures, including 3% who were okay with below zero. No, thank you. Okay, it's 38 for men. You 20, would not be okay. 22% of women would uh, also be fine with freezing temps, including 2% who claim they'd be okay with below zero temperatures. It's just hard for us to say because I don't know what that feels like. Yes. Yeah. But I'd imagine based on when it was one degree here <laughs> that it's not good. I mean, this is already too much for me. I would say for me, 40 degrees is my like That's touch. it. Yeah. Okay. And anything below that, uh, let's see, 40 degrees is my cut, but also considering wind. Sure, right, wind you know? chill. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I think at the at the that game that I was just talking about, I think the it, it was below zero temperature, but the wind chill was negative thirty. And windy, and it's yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So thirteen percent of men, twenty percent of women say they wouldn't watch a sports event outside unless it was at least fifty degrees. There. Yeah, I, see, no, I would go under that. Okay. I mean, I have, you know, growing up playing sports outdoors, you know, we've played under 50 degrees a lot. Yeah. Not, you know, not not in the, in the teens, yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, you could do that. But, yeah, yeah. Mm, man, I don't know. It's tough. Okay, I, so back when I was broadcasting and after playing, I mean, so I was in that. But, I mean, it, literally, it's been 50 years since I have had to be outside mm-hmm. for a sports event, you know, and I don't know. I you know, and li- I like Friday night football. That's fun to do sometimes. But if it were forty degrees, I'd go. You know, I can live without it. Right. Yeah. 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 So you and, wouldn't uh, go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then college has always been inside. So mm-hmm. you know, now I like the cold. See, if it was a 40, 40 degrees outdoor football game for uh-huh. me at least right now, I would think that sounds fun. You know, the the cold, the elements. That's football. You know, it's the fall. See, I would do that. Okay. But now, how about the how about the whole wet versus dry situation? Ooh. That's Ooh. when you start changing things because right. that's when the feet and the finger, especially yeah. the feet, your feet get wet, right. you're done. You're yeah. done for the night. I think that's probably right. Uh, so anyway, for, for people who decide that uh, <laughs> they... Wool socks and hiking boots. I that's what you need in that situation. I think for the cold just stems... From, it will forever be there. It just stems from playing softball when it's freezing and pitching and like I literally can't move my fingers but yeah. somehow have to throw a ball. Oh, wow. Yeah. How does that work? Nope, it happens. It doesn't work. Nope. Well, and and you're a slim, slim little thing. I mean, I can't imagine you have no extra... Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to get cold Yeah, yeah no too. insulation. And that's why I think in the, in the poll where there's the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, sure. you guys are probably the guys with the beer bellies that's out right. there. <laughs> my dad was the man. Huge shout out to my dad. He would always bring heaters to our cold games. Oh, yeah. and we would have them in the yep. dugout. Smart. Sure. Best yeah. thing ever. Very helpful. Very helpful. So Instagram is introducing a new feature called Nighttime Nudges. Oh, another feature. Yes, to encourage teens to limit the time on the app. That's particularly. 
surprising. It is. I agree. Okay. Good for them. Yeah. The feature will send prompts to teen users after 10 p.m., reminding them of the time and suggesting they close the app and go to sleep. Wow. Okay. Oh, I man. commend Instagram for doing this. Normally, you want people to stay on your like device or yeah. your site as long as possible. Uh-huh. Guess what? That's why they're doing it, so they'll be commended for it. <laughs> I mean, they right. really don't want yeah. you to do it, but they're saying, no, no. hey, we tried. That's yeah. true. It's on the team. They know it's not, not going it. to work. I know people that have like the screen time timers or whatever that is sure. on the apps, and that does nothing for them. This is a very empty effort yeah. by yeah. Instagram. Okay, right. never mind. <laughs> okay, let's toss that out there because we're really going to push that hard. Because I'm really concerned about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the props, which cannot be turned off by the users, will vary with messages like, time for a break, followed by, it's getting late. Consider closing Instagram for the night, to which they'll go, no, and just continue. Teens can choose to ignore the suggestions, see, and continue using the app. Feature is similar one uh, on TikTok, apparently. Mm -hmm. Until they shut that puppy down after they've reminded you for an hour or Mm -hmm. two. Then it's, yeah, it's a... And the people say, this is annoying. They go, yeah, you're right. That was a dumb idea. Shallow, shallow (laughs) effort. All right, so uh, Subway adding three new lengthy items to its menu Mm -hmm. as demand for snacks rise. Now, here's the thing. So when I would eat Subway, I always eat, I like to eat the the veggie. I really enjoy that because they'll pile a lot of extra stuff on there. And I think it's, you know, I think I'm eating well, even though that is a, you know, big chunk of bread you're eating. But obviously, there are people who want to go over that. And they've got cookies there and all, all the kind of stuff. Yeah. I love their chocolate chip cookies. All Goodness right. gracious. This is for you. Foot-long chocolate chip cookies. No way. No. That's right. Coming up. Tell me when it comes out and I'm That's there. It. Okay. How does that, what does it look like? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Uh, I, let me see. Them, but let me let me click on the link. They may I have gotta pictures get of these things. Oh, yeah. There they are. <laughs> oh, oh yes. yeah, baby. Let's see. You got them. Foot They've got uh, foot-long. Uh, they, they have the churro as well. And then they also have pretzel. Wow. Okay. Mom, dad, uh, my birthday's in less than a month. This yes. is the cookie cake I want. Subway okay. cookie. And and the pretzel looks like it's stuffed with something. Ooh, a pre- oh, man. Ooh. I yeah. love a good, yeah. you know, the big pretzels yeah. with it's, the cheese but or it is, mustard. It's, yeah, it's just, it's stuffed with something. So they're, they're called sidekicks. Okay, Subway. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So Stepping out. You, you won me over. You were going to eat healthy. Now you don't have to. So <laughs> there, you may, yeah. may as well go ahead and do that. <laughs> so a long time ago, I used to, to work at a place that was on the interstate, and um, it would freeze. It was in the middle of nowhere. Okay, It was between Waco and Temple, which mm-hmm. is the middle of nowhere. And uh, so what would happen is, invariably, people would spin out, end up in the ditch. Yeah. And one of the guys who worked at the station made he banked it he made money because he had a four-wheel truck okay and he would go out there and pull these people out of the uh out of the the the, the ditch and get them back going oh which is smart smart, yeah it's a good thing in a small tennessee town an amish man came to the aid of a driver whose suv was stuck in a ditch the Amish man used his pair of horses, oh, yeah. tied them to the to the SUV's towing hitch, and pulled the vehicle out of the ditch. All right, the great? definition of horsepower. I, mean, right I was now. about to make the same joke. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the driver spinning the wheels in reverse, a few people pushing from uh, the front, it, it didn't work. It was the horses who did the heavy lifting that yeah. made all mm-hmm. the difference. Yep. Wow. So it was yesterday uh, Jim Carrey's birthday, is that right? Yes, it was. So they went back and looked. 30 years ago, Jim Carrey owned the box office. Um, so 
Uh, 30 years ago, it was Ace Ventura Pet Detective, yeah. released on February 4th, 1994. The Mask, released in July, and Dumb and Dumber in December. Oh, my gosh. So what, that was, that's in order right yes, there? Yes, in that so year, Ace, Ace Ventura did $107 million. See, I would never have guessed that order. I would okay. have guessed Dumb and Dumber first. The Mask did 350 That puts you at, like, 460 Yeah. And Dumb and Dumber did $2.4 million. So we're looking at like seven, eight hundred million dollars in box office in one year from one guy. Yeah, that's owning the box Man. office. Dumb and Dumber is still so popular. Oh yeah, that movie is. Oh, that movie is so funny. I love that. Movie. The thing that's great about that movie is you can come in at any point. Exactly yeah, right. That's exactly true, right. That's you true. can just hop in and, and then turn it off at any and point. And turn it too. off and just. I mean, I that is a perfect, a perfect point. Just, I mean, anytime ah. you turn it on, you're gonna laugh. Leave, come back, you'll you'll keep laughing. It's just uh, yes. well, and what's interesting is he has tried to do drama and has not been nearly as successful as Jeff. Daniels. I'm trying to think the only no no no. When you compare those, you're right. Jeff I'm, Daniels is he's he's more well rounded. Yeah, he really really has. I heard a, an interview with him. He lives in Michigan. Does not live in Hollywood. Yeah, and you got to get him out of Michigan if you want him to come to That's work. That's right. For you. Yeah, and he's a really interesting guy. Takes his craft pretty seriously. But the fact that he could do something like that. And lived through it, and his career really uh, yeah. blossomed after that. Yeah, he's done a lot. Yeah. Speaking of uh, careers and stuff, Jodie Foster, currently starring in True Detective North Country, which I think just dropped uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I keep That's the new that. True Detective thing. Uh, was once close to being cast as Princess Leia. Oh, oh wow. In the original Star Wars. She ultimately turned it down because of a conflict with a Disney movie that she was under con- contract at the time. She did not specify which Disney film it was that was the conflict. Um, but apparently Freaky Friday was released in 1977, the year before Star Wars became a, a sensation. So that could have been it. But she could have been Princess Leia. And the wow. real Princess Leia was, uh, yeah. remind me, uh, Carrie, yep. Fisher. Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, that's right. Yep. right. Passed okay. away not too long ago. I wonder if she regrets away. turning that down. I, you know, I don't know. She's had a pretty good career yeah. uh, doing what she does. And uh, yeah, so not, not to. So let's make a deal. You guys ever watch it? Yes, I have. All right. I have not, but I know what it is. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it started in daytime and then they moved to the afternoons and, and uh, Monty Hall, I think, was the first guest, uh, first host, celebrating its 60th anniversary with a special Diamond Jubilee primetime episode. It'll be uh, Wednesday the 24th, so I guess next Wednesday. The show's one of the longest-running game shows in television history. Uh, will feature an opening number led by Wade Brady and his group called Dealer. The uh, special episode will offer $600,000 in prizes, wow. including a guaranteed $60,000 cash prize and a chance to win an Aston Martin valued at over $300,000. Oh. They will pay tribute to the original host and creator, Motty Hall, and model Carol Merrill. Season marks Wayne Brady's 15th as host. So they probably won't have anybody zonked. That's what happens when you get a bad deal, I think. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I didn't realize this has been on that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certainly been a thing. What's behind curtain number just such and such and okay. traded for this sort of yeah. thing? And, uh, yeah, from that standpoint, it's uh, it's been interesting. Haven't watched it in a long time. But people dress up in costumes. I would love to go on one of those shows. Would you? Yeah. Yes. It would so be fun. fun. I would you, watch it if you were on. You got to try out, though. Yeah, yeah I was know. just gonna say. I wonder what the uh, what yeah. you have to go through. Same and yeah, for like Price is Right and yeah. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. As long as you could be really, really enthusiastic and stuff like that, you yeah. know, and jump up and down and scream. So you and... audition for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh sure. wow. You just because never you know, know what's going on behind the scenes. I, I don't think they're gonna get someone on there that's you know a Debbie Downer. No. Yes. You know, just all because like, what oh, happens? Whatever. I think is you stand outside and they have producers who come by, production assistants. 
and they talk to you and they see if you're you know if you're all jazzed up yeah so you go you know you go get sugared up and get a sugar high and you go out there and uh, act yeah. crazy wearing something you got a better chance yeah than if you're just standing there in a three-piece suit or right. they have like to do that. some sort of like anger management test because now that i think about it i've never seen anyone get like actually mad no. that they lost which oh. i feel like some people would get <laughs> right. really upset yeah probably be the thing yeah, yeah, but, yeah well you know but in many some cases psyche it, valve in many yeah in many cases it's your own bad decision that got you there I know. so you can't get angry at anybody but yourself. <laughs> That's <laughs> life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. just like life. WTW News time is 8.32. It is 38 degrees. News is presented by Aggieland Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer, and now your local source for Landmaster, American-made UTVs built to conquer the outdoors. Find yours today at Aggieland Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm McKaylee Shupak. Multiple Bryan police officers responding to the report of a man pointing a gun at his girlfriend and their baby arrest the man following a foot chase on four charges along with three warrants from Grimes County. BPD arrest reports say 26-year-old Jermaine Williams reacted to the victim paying less attention to him than their baby by threatening to kill her, hitting her, then putting a loaded handgun to her head. The victim said she got out of her apartment and went to a family member. When officers found Williams, he ran off and jumped over one fence before he could not clear a second fence. Williams was arrested for family violence, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, evading arrest with two prior convictions, possessing three guns as a convicted felon, and felony possession of marijuana. He's also being held on Grimes County warrants for violating probation in three cases. Bill Oliver, 1620-945 WTAW. Texas A&M Police has released video of potential suspects who caused damage inside the Heap Lab building last October. UPD's video is also on WTW's social media. Those responsible damaged computers, broke doors, pulled emergency showers, and discharged fire extinguishers. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is dropping his fight against a whistleblower lawsuit. Four people who were fired from the Attorney General's office had filed the whistleblower lawsuit claiming their dismissal was improper and was motivated only by the fact that they had reported concerns about Paxton's work for a major campaign donor to the FBI. Paxton has been fighting the case but recently lost an argument over whether he had to testify. Paxton claimed he should not have to give a deposition but a judge said he did. Paxton now says he's dropping his fight against the lawsuit, saying it's a distraction that risks compromising critical state business. The decision also means he won't have to answer questions under oath about the accusations. Stephen Pickering, TSN News. A review of providing electricity during this week's cold snap was provided by BTU Public Information Officer Megan Brown during a visit on our show. Locally, we had a couple of small outages that our crews thankfully got to very quickly. We're proud of them and thankful for them. You know, when everybody else stays home and cuddles up, mm -hmm. that's when we go out and, and do what we have to do. Brown says BTU is active in producing, selling, and buying power this week. We had to buy and sell. Um, it just kind of depends on what the price is and what we can generate for. So, no great windfall necessarily, okay. but nothing that would impact the customer. This was the biggest test of the statewide electric grid since winter storm Uri three years ago. Our cotton and the PUC have performed lots more inspections, different generators across the state, and been much more proactive on that. BTU customers are invited to round up their bills to assist those who can't pay their bills by participating in the PowerShare program, which is online at btutilities.com.
An emergency meeting by the Brazos County Commission was held on Wednesday, the day after the weekly meeting was canceled due to the weather. County judge says bills and budget amendments that were approved were also on Tuesday's agenda. We just needed to get them paid before another week. And these are the only two essentially right. emergency items that need to be done because people are waiting on significant sums of money. One of the budget amendments that were approved pays for building access stairs for county employees to use to access roofs instead of using ladders. It originated with facility services department. They had an accident uh, in the last couple of years with a guy that fell down on a straight up vertical ladder. Purchasing agent Charles Wint says the $452,000 project applies to the Brazos Center, the Juvenile Detention Center, and the Health District building. The Brazos Valley Coalition for the Homeless is asking for your assistance in their annual survey. Ron Crozier of Twin City Mission asked residents throughout the seven county region to report the whereabouts of a homeless person. And so, well, there's somebody staying behind this store location off of this road at this time. You know, I see this person here, you know, every night or something like that. That information will be used next Thursday when volunteers look for those residents. Every volunteer that goes out and every homeless person that's contacted, we're going to give them, you know, a little basic necessity bag that has deodorant and toothpaste and some snacks and some water and some sunscreen, things like that. We take for granted to these individuals that can be just a thing they need at just that time. Find the phone number to report information online at WTAW.com or TwinCityMission.org. A coalition of nearly four dozen Republicans have signed on to a Supreme Court brief supporting President Trump's effort to remain on the 2024 ballot. One of them is Senator John Cornyn of Texas. This is a very dangerous situation where individual states can decide who can run for president based on conflicting interpretation of the law. The brief takes issue with arguments that the former president should be removed from the ballot because of his role in the January 6th event. Oral arguments are in three weeks. WTW News Time is 8.37. It is 38 degrees. News is presented by Aggieland Golf Cars. More news at WTW.com. I'm Akaley Shupak for 1620 945 WTAW. We visit with the folks from College Station on Friday, and Colin Killian's here. How are you today? Doing fantastic, Scott. Great. Brought a guest with you. We are very pleased to have our CSU Energy Coordinator, Patrick McIntyre. How you doing, Pat? Thanks for coming in this morning. Uh, glad to be here, Scott. Hey, uh, first thing, I guess, uh, good news. Did we have any outages or anything during the cold snap? Uh, we made it all the way through Tuesday, and everything was going pretty well. And then we had one switch gear had a little gremlin in it, and mm -hmm. it was out for about 20 minutes. It uh, had five businesses and a hotel, but that was that was we couldn't figure out what was going on there. There was no telltale squirrel or anything like that yes yeah. that kind of thing so so but, are we feeling a little better over there in utilities now than we were a couple of years ago i mean basically the things that happened in the state yeah so we got some four-wheel drive vehicles uh, based on winter storm yuri uh you know we're just lessons learned that kind of stuff and uh, yeah we're we're in a lot better place what kind of build outs or any uh, construction have y'all got going on within the system right now uh we've got a lot of uh, text dot stuff going because of all the construction around the uh the county basically so we've got a bunch of stuff that has to be moved and we're negotiating with text dot on timelines and, and stuff like that do you have any substations new substations that'll be coming online we soon? do we have a northwest sub it's out there off of 47 they got the land cleared about uh two months ago so we're starting with uh you know bare patch of ground and uh, we're going to be sharing that with our friends at btu so that's going to be uh, building out through 24 uh, first 25. 
Is that something that's the future, that uh, if there's a situation where there's a location there, you two uh, organizations will work together on this? It, it is. Uh, you know, we have uh, a sub uh, over off of Northgate where uh, we're in there with A&M and then BTU has a tie to it. So that's, you know, part of the grid, you know, you're going to be tied to your neighbors. Sure. Well, yeah. we're typical Texans. Okay, it got cold once. That's enough. We don't need any more, right? I mean, all, all we need is one freeze a year, and if we get one freeze a year, then we're all good, right? Yeah, I think it, you know, it serves memory's purpose, and then we can just call it done. Okay. Well, let's look towards spring then. What's uh, what's that hold for us? Well, going into spring, you know, and that's just around the corner, uh, believe it or not, uh, and so we want people to consider taking a look at their getting their AC HVAC checked out. You don't want to get into the cooling season in late spring and, and have a problem. So, you know, get your tech to take a look at it. Get those filters changed. If you find yourself in a position where you have to have your AC changed out, then we have the energy back to rebate to, um, you know, soften the blow a little bit. That starts with a 16 sear, $600, 17-seer, 700 and then 18 and above is 800 You can find those forms on the website, mm-hmm. cstx.gov. Uh, backslash energy. All right. Anything else going on this morning? Uh, not, not too much. Uh, we're going to have the. We're going to be at the Home and Garden Expo, uh, March second uh, and third. So that's nine to five on Saturday the second, uh, eleven to four on Sunday. We'll be out there with Jennifer Nations. We share. Uh, we have two booths. So we've got a water side and electric side. Mm-hmm. So we'll be out there working. It's Legend Center, so come see us. If you've got a remodeling project, you just want to talk, come by the booth. There's lots of good vendors out there, so we'll see everybody then. Sounds good. Thanks for time this morning. Thank you. What else you got for us today? Well, the uh, ribbon-cutting ceremony for the two new Lick Creek bird-viewing blinds, uh, you know, we, we talked about how to what to call that. Bird blinds just didn't sound right. Patrick yeah. is, is going duck hunting here this weekend, he was telling me. Okay. That's what a bird blind is yes, to me. Yes, exactly. That's what we think it is. Right. Okay. So I'm going to call these bird viewing blinds. We're okay. having the ribbon cutting ceremony at 1030 a.m. next Tuesday at the blind north of the Lick Creek Nature Center. Uh, Mayor Nichols and City Manager Woods will be speaking. College Station, a lot of people may not know it, is regarded as one of the best bird watching locations in this entire region. And avid bird watchers have spotted more than 225 different species at Lick Creek Park. So local bird enthusiasts are incredibly excited about this new amenity and what we think is the area's uh, premier nature preserve. Sean, are you all over this? Oh, man, I am... Taking notes. All right, there you go. <laughs> this is—I just said this the other day, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, you did. You said that's going to be about your new hobby. Go, yeah, about so going there. to Lick Creek. You don't Park. even have to travel. It's yeah, right here, man. Right down the it road. It's perfect. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then one more item: the Recreation Center feasibility open house meetings. What does that mean? Next Tuesday and Wednesday at 5:30 at College Station City Hall, they're going to help evaluate the possibility of developing and managing a recreation center in the city. Okay. Uh, the event kickstarts a feasibility study to analyze existing recreation opportunities and include significant outreach to determine the needs and potential gaps in service that exist. So you want it, this is what it's going to take, right? Is that basically what it is? We're going to have to figure out what it's going to take if you want one of these things, right? Well, if, if it's feasible, yeah, that's, that's right. what they're that's calling it. There you go. Study, that's it. Scott. So you think you want this, this is what it'll take. All right, that's good. Anything else? That's it? That's it. All right. More information always on the website, right? Right. Uh, CSTX.gov. Yeah. There we go. All right. Visit the folks at the City of College Station on Fridays. About 10 minutes jealousy and Fomaniacs. It's a uh, Friday morning. Glad you're uh, with us this morning. So, oh, we need to call our winner and see if we can find out what they want as far as their uh-huh. prizes are concerned. 
Okay, let me see. All right. We're dialing it live on the air, kind of. Well, <laughs> well, I know, which sometimes works well, sometimes it doesn't. Well, well I don't, we, we make it work. Yeah, sometimes I don't hit the numbers right. We know we'll people say. want all the new swag yep, yep, we've yep, got yep, here. Exactly right. It's uh, 10 till 9. It's a little late. They may, if they have a job, they may be out there actually uh, working already. That uh, happens from time to time. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Two rings. No, the, actually, I, I, this, this, this listener is a teacher. Oh. So my thought is that... Uh, oh, probably. If it's a teacher, definitely not. Yeah, class. yeah, we'll see if we can get a voicemail that we can leave now. Hello, you have reached... I know, we're going to turn that down. Because, yeah. okay. <laughs> if I do not recognize your number, I will not answer. I understand. Well, yeah. Hey, I get that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do the same. Back to you as soon as I, can. I answer Thank everything. You. All right. Hey, this is Scott. And Sean. And McKaylee. It's the Infomaniacs. And you win this morning. Yes. And so we've got uh, three different prizes. You can choose any two of them. That would be a, a mouse pad. It's a literal mouse pad. It's a little mouse mm-hmm. pad calendar. It's a tape measure or it's nail clippers. Mm-hmm. And we'll have them here for you at the top of the Guarantee Bank building if uh, if you do uh, come by and pick them up. So let us know yes. ahead of time so we can set them aside. And I will, uh, I'll text you and uh, yep. we'll get the information right. that you need. There we go. All right. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Yep. Congrats. All right. So what do they want uh, on there? What do they have on their popcorn? So they added the jalapeno cheddar yeah, powder to yeah, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty little... good. You got to use more than you think. Yeah, quite honestly, Ooh. you do. And then you, there's a fine line because then is. you don't want to get it too salty. You don't. Mm-hmm. At no, least no. for me, I don't right, like no, to do I that. Agree. I would agree. Okay, I, so you know how earlier you said women are more likely to eat kettle popcorn? Mm-hmm. I would say men are more likely to use cheddar on their popcorn. Ah, okay. I do I like I do like the cheddar that. popcorn. Right. Yeah, right. that's yeah. Uh, now. Uh, speaking of the difference again between men and women, mm-hmm. researchers at the University of Illinois say the old stereotype that men are better at navigating might actually be true. Oh, but oh. not for the reason that you think. Okay, okay. I have okay. not. My wife has like a lodestone in her head. Okay, yeah. You know what lodestone is? <laughs> no. I mean, it no. allows you to direction. You can you can find things. It's amazing. Okay, okay. She's really good at that. And um, the the most amazing one is that if you've ever been to Washington D.C., it's a really really difficult city because they have lots of curves and and stuff like this. Yes. It's laid out by. Uh, uh-huh. I forget La Follette, I think was the name of the guy, the architect who laid it out. But it's hell to drive in. I mean, you get lost very easily. And we went there one summer, and she got us through there. The fact she lived up there for 15 years might have helped. Well, yeah, that, that helps. Yep. Mm-hmm. But any place we go, I mean, she goes, ah, yeah, no, we're going this way. Oh, yeah. I come oh, out of okay. a building. Which way are we going? We go this yeah. way. All right, all right. <laughs> so here's the deal. So what they, they had men and women try to navigate their way through a city using only a map, or Ooh. verbal instructions. Okay. And the guys performed significantly better than the women did. Experts used to think that men, but maybe because men evolved to be better navigators by doing the hunting and the gathering, because that uh-huh. was our job <laughs> way back then. Yeah. But the study over a decade ago disproved that idea. So why would men be better at finding their way around than women? They think it's because men get more practice at it. That is true. Oh, Especially okay. when they're young, okay? So, society encourages boys to play outside more than girls, mm-hmm. so they might develop more of those navigational skills at a young age and have more time to hone them throughout their life. Huh. Also, 
just a trend that they saw, not as a hard and fast rule. There are plenty of women who are great navigators. Plenty of men are who suck at it. Yeah. That's, that's, oh, yeah. You know, for sure. Nope. Definitely a thing. Previous Both sides. Have I've, looked been at, a, <laughs> I've been witness to it. There you are. Uh, a previous study looked at the spatial awareness skills of men and women who had similar upbringings. And when that was the case, the women were as good as the men were. So, again, could be just the, the experiences you have that get you to that point. Yeah, no. for sure. I would love to see this tested on my generation. All right. Well, and again, <laughs> and again, and Monday we've True. got... Money, it's kind of fun. I'll save it till then. It is um, the phrase, if you use this phrase, you have got to be old. Okay? If you use this phrase, oh, you've that's got to, fun. just one phrase. And it's, and it's a great story behind it, so we'll do that. Okay, in, that's good. Meantime, Hopefully I don't say it. <laughs> right, so in the meantime, so uh, father-in-law coming in to see the house, is that yes, right this weekend? Yes, yep, that's what we got. Hannah's parents are going to stop by. So Hannah's mom was in town of the other weekend or so, so she helped out with Maddie and stuff and, and picked her up. So she's seen it, but... Father-in-law was sick. He was under the weather, so he didn't make the trip. But so he's going to be in town. They're going to come in tomorrow and uh, get their first look at things. Yeah, oh, so it'll nice. be it'll be nice. Yeah, they're they're everybody's been really excited for us. To, yep. You know, it's a fun, it's a big thing buying your first house, and yep. so yeah. it's been uh, fun having people over. Yeah, huge sure. congratulations to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a, uh, a th- you know, like yesterday. Yeah, two days ago. I, I should have asked Colin. Yeah. So the the weather changed the trash pickup okay and so i'm on the website and i'm i'm, I'm going all right well okay so it pushed everything back they're gonna come so ours is tuesday they're gonna come wednesday well they never came on wednesday okay and so i was like what what like what do you do in this situation yeah, like yeah, do you yeah. just wait like so were you like overloaded i mean the, oh we just moved I yes got I got we you. have so much stuff and yeah. like so we're do we run back to the duplex do we put stuff in that trash can <laughs> right, you know right, like right, yeah. so i don't know just little things like that yeah. you're, you're like oh man this is on us now you that's know that's like, true <laughs> all those things you didn't have yeah. to worry about uh, maddie's maddie's room is significantly colder colder than the rest ah, like yeah. Uh, yeah. well get up in the attic and check it out yeah that's on you now that's right yeah. So if you're out and about in Bryan College Station this weekend and you see a guy who's wearing a pouch that carries dog treats in it, uh, you, it could be Sean. You may run into me. So I took the plunge yesterday. So I've been really excited about getting the new dog, I Luna, yeah. Golden Retriever, and they're Aww. notoriously very, very smart dogs. Yes. I was looking. I think it's like they were number three or four on most lists of the smartest dogs. I'm excited about that. Sure. So I have enrolled her in puppy training. And so we started that on Tuesday. We did a couple weeks ago, we did like an entry level, kind of a socialization class. Uh-huh. And then Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, rather, Wednesday, uh, went to went to her first puppy training class where wow. we practiced. And Michaela, he found his dog, this stranger, this absolute stranger was able to make his dog do things that he didn't know he could do. I mean, <laughs> the trainer was, it's just crazy how Is this good in they college are. station? Yes, this is uh, not far from, from where we live, down yeah. off Wellborn. But, uh, and so they offered the training class, and she was like, can I, I'll, I'll use Luna to demonstrate. And she's getting Luna to stand up on a box and stay there. And, and wait for and then jump down and get treats when she tells her to uh-huh. and so I'm I'm and then she sent us home with homework so I, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, and, and Hannah's like she's she's excited she's yeah. laughing at me she's like you are ridiculous <laughs> I'm, I'm in our living room last night I went to PetSmart and bought the little pouch that uh-huh. you that you hook on your on the side of your pants or and you you fill it with treats yes so you're constantly training your dog so I'm just gonna wear it around the house 
So when the opportunity presents itself, you you, you, tra- you yeah. train her, you teach her, you know, you, you we're teaching her, you know, stay away, like wait and don't go for something you're not supposed to sit, uh-huh. sit and or, you know, get up on this ledge or on this little box crate that I'm going to I'm not going to spend the money on the crate. Good. I feel like I talked about that. It's very yep. expensive. Yeah, so I'm going to go. To, yep. I'm going to go to Lowe's and sure. I'm just going to build one. Good idea. I should have done that. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's just. It's just been fun to be like, hey, no, 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 we're going to end up. So if you see a guy that looks like he's taking it too seriously, it's me. It's uh, I'm going to have the pouch on. That's, That's so it. fun. Treat yeah. pouch. Yeah, and, and he'll have his binoculars around his neck just in case he sees a bird. I'll have the, the binoc- time. <laughs> I'll have the binoculars on. A little, little bit of everything, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, you can be able to do that. Well, so. Yeah. Hey, long term, this is such a good investment. You know, golden retrievers do get pretty big. And yeah. so, you know, you've got to invest in making uh-huh. sure they're very well behaved. So this is equally fun and a great investment. Fun and it's smart. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be good in the long run. Oh, 100%. I'm going to take our bird watch- watching with me and Maddie. And Should then it's be. Just, we're going to be the, the, the three musketeers. Should be for bird watch. A New Jersey gas station may be getting fined after 26 drivers reported issues with their vehicles because the gas was 58% water. Oh, no. Many of the cars were broken down. There was flooding in the area, and authorities believe that the water may have leaked into the gas station's holding tanks. Oh, gotcha. Here's a motorist talking about that, man. Mm. It was terrible for them. He's All right, what's he? Here he is. It was people around the corner that was broken down. Even down the highway, people broke down. It was a whole mess. And as I was playing gas, everybody was screaming at me not to get gas. And when I, I got out of the car, took the pump off, and the guy was trying to make me pay for the gas, and I didn't. And kind of find out it was everybody's car was getting broke down. Wow. Man. And again, they did. Fast effect. And yes. Well, again, it does. Uh, obviously, your engine doesn't like it doesn't that like very it, much. Yeah. And, uh, but 58% water. I'm surprised they could even... I mean, that they were able to get off the uh, the lot where they bought the yeah. gas. In the meantime, it's going to be sunny but not very nice outside. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, cool I and windy. We, yeah, wish we could tell you that it'd be okay, but you're going to have to put up with, like, winds gusting to 30 miles an hour, mm. which is less than ideal. No. It's a cozy weekend this weekend. Stay inside, Stay watch inside, a movie, drink some hot chocolate. Yeah. That's it. And uh, popcorn, if you want to do that. Oh, yeah. Popcorn, don't popcorn. forget it. Yeah, so mid-40s today and tonight, we're going to have a freeze. It's going to be, like, 23 degrees tonight, so if you don't have to get out tomorrow morning, Uh, Then don't do that. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. I'm Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station Brian.